Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to America's Community Voices Networks. We have a, a very special guest, uh, Robbie and Michelle Farido. Uh We're going to talk about their remarkable, incredible business. It is family-owned, and it has captured the heart and the stomachs of Tampa Bay. Uh, their sandwiches that include their award-winning Cuban have become legendary throughout the state of Florida. And just one taste of Michelle's devil crabs, and you will be totally and completely under the spell of this remarkable husband and wife team that not only serves Tampa Bay with excellent food, but they're also a family that believes in giving back to the community to make life better for all. Robbie and Michelle's Fajito's partnership and marriage is a great love story for all of us to cherish. More importantly, their business, their family, their community activism, and kindness and generosity to all whom they interact with each and every day is a model for all of us to emulate. Welcome, Robbie, and welcome, Michelle. How are you today? Thanks. Thank you so Thank much for that introduction. Us. Thank you. Well, I, I'm joined today uh, by my twin brother, Donald. Donald, say hello to our guest. How are you? How are both of you? How Wonderful, you doing, Donald. Donald. Okay, let's start out because I, I you know, I, when we were putting together and I asked Michelle to give me some information about you guys and all that, I, I, there's so much we want to ask you about because to us, you're such a wonderful success story for, for, for anyone within our community to model and emulate. I want to start off with, first and foremost, how did you two meet? Well, um, I actually met Robbie when I was a little girl. He um, brought my my grandmother a um, hog for Christmas, and I was 10 years old and he was 15, and that's where we kind of knew each other, but then when I turned around 17, he ended up, I ended up being his employee, and sparks flew. It was, it went from there. <laughs> so you were Robbie's employee, and Robbie, yes. what were you doing at the, in terms of an employee? Were you, uh, uh, did you own a business, or were you just a supervisor? Yeah, I had a small little grocery store over there on 15th and Lake that I would uh, sell groceries. And basically okay, that was so, it, and she was my cashier. So how soon after that did you guys become serious and, and get married? We After we met, uh, two weeks after that, we got married. We fell in love and got married. <laughs> well, you don't waste time. I don't care I moved fast. <laughs> I saw the competition moving in, so I, I had to make a move. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, that's great. Uh, <laughs> and so... So you went on and you had a, a wonderful family. You understand you have three girls. Um, yes, sir. In terms of having the, having the family and starting the business, how much time, what occurred between that? Well, oh, so you start we, with um, okay, we had the um, grocery store, and I think we had the grocery store about, I forget what year it was, around 96, somewhere around there. And then once uh, I had my girls and I was just so bored being home, I needed to, you know, put something and work with my husband, team up with him and see what we could come up with. And uh, I opened up the little sandwich shop inside the store. And uh, eventually it started making more money than actual store. So we just said, hey, Robbie goes, let's just open up a restaurant. And that's where it was born. It was born in, I think, 
something. I, I, I can't seem to uh, remember that far back, but uh, in the 90s, and then, you know, we grew from there. It was just hard work and determination and, you know, being united as a family. I, I love that aspect of, of of being united as a family and, you know, being one of your customers at your restaurant. Uh, uh, you can immediately see that when I used to come into the restaurant and everything, I, I noticed that you all you both worked as a team. But that was a family-oriented business. Sometimes I used to see your daughters working in there. It was something that I think everybody felt comfortable with and enjoyed coming to your business. You know what it is, Ronald? i got to say this. I'm going to tell you what it is. We know who pays our bills, okay? There's no secret here. You know what I mean? We love our customers. It's not like, hey, we let whatever. We love you. We're going to show you. Okay. Uh, and I, I also, is, what I found you know? also great about when you your business, and we'll talk about the business that was located, uh, the restaurant that you had. How long did you have that restaurant, by the way? Oh, we had the restaurant for 18 years, and we've been doing the restaurant business for a little over 20. Okay. So uh, when you first started the restaurant, I'm interested because I, one of the things that, particularly how you develop your menu, when you realized first when you opened up the salmon shop in the store, uh, uh, was it uh, trial and error, or did you have certain things that you felt would be popular with, the, uh, with your customers? Let me say this. Okay, so first off, yeah. at this time, we didn't have a lo- that restaurant at that location. We also had another restaurant on 17th and 16th next to the Boys Club. I just had to say that. Okay. But if you're in Tampa, okay, okay we were we were passionate about Tampa food, plain and simple. And the Cuban sandwich and the devil crab has a history here in Tampa, you know. Uh-huh. So we put all our focus and our energy into perfecting the Cuban and the devil crab. Basically, that is uh, where we started off with. So once we had a good devil crown, which is my wife's perspective, and uh, the Cuba sandwich, you know what the trick is, man? Just buy great meats, okay? Don't be a cheapskate out there. You know, every bit of meat and ham you use or whatever, you know, if you're not going to eat it yourself or you don't even think you're going to eat it yourself, you know, don't do it. You know, plain yeah, and simple. Yeah, get That's rid good of it. Stuff. And then give it the love. Like, for instance, who wants their lettuce and tomatoes? You know what I'm trying to say? If you want to get your Cuban all the way, we're going to press your sandwich, and then we're going to put your lettuce and tomatoes on after. That's love of food, okay? Nobody does that. Nobody wants to get their hands burnt every day. But we're going to do that because we want you to have the best experience. Clear and simple. Absolutely. We want our customers to feel like they're part of our family. I want them to know that we will never, ever give them anything that I won't give my own girls. And that's just a model that we've kept. I have a OCD problem, and it's just something I have to be on top of constantly. And anybody who's worked in my kitchen knows that, uh, you know, that we're on top of things, that we make sure things come out properly. And if they don't, they get tossed, plain and simple. Well, uh, this is Donald. I, I got a question. I know you talked about your famous Cuban sandwich and your devil crab, but when I visited your restaurant, my favorite thing to buy from you guys was your cheeseburger. I love oh, your yes. hamburger. <laughs> it is the best hamburger I've ever had <laughs> in my life. Absolutely. Talk, talk about Absolutely. that. Talk about how you guys developed that because, I mean, 
for a hamburger that you cooked on the grill and you you generally you made it any way you want any way uh, the customer That's wanted right. it. And I mean I mean it was tasty uh, with your fries. Yeah. Um, uh, and and I loved it. I just loved it. The key to that is we use a hundred percent ground sirloin. We use fresh meat every day, never frozen. We never use a patty. We always use fresh meat. As soon as somebody orders a burger, that's when I'm going to patty it out into a patty, throw it on the grill, and we use our seasonings that we make. I make a house seasoning, and it goes on our fries. It goes on our burgers. It goes you know, on everything that we season, and it just, to me, I think it just brings out flavor. You know, sometimes people are scared to put flavor into their food, and it's bland. But when you're born and raised here in Tampa with a sea of different types of culture, you have to flavor your food. How do they say it? You know, it's like soul food. You have to put your heart and your soul in anything you do and in, in your food, and that's how I was raised eating. I was not raised with adding your salt and pepper at the end of the table. My mom seasoned her food middle to the beginning to the end. It's just something that, you know, I'm accustomed to doing. That's how I cook, and um, that's how I hope my customers like to eat. You know, and also, Rob, I'll throw in there, too. Absolutely. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just want to throw something else about that burger. Now, we also use a coca bun. Uh, the coca bun has a little history here in Tampa, too. We get it over here at Segula's Central Bacon. It's, got a, it's like a little sourdough sweet to it, and it gives your burger, besides all that good stuff that she does to it, it also gives the burger great, great taste. It's really yes. nice. It's called a coca bun. Mm. Mm. You know, well, let me ask this. Because let me also ask this. I know that uh, uh, a lot of your 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 business your your signature uh, uh, dishes had to do with your sandwiches and your double crabs and the hamburgers and stuff like that. But I remember coming to your restaurant. You also offered entrees in your restaurant. You can, yeah. If you wanted yeah. a dinner, you you can buy a dinner in your restaurant. Um, Absolutely. Uh, was there a was there a particular type of menu that you served that was that that was a big seller, like maybe yellow rice or spaghetti and yeah. pasta or macaroni and cheese? It was every week. Like for instance, every Monday we used to have meatloaf Mondays. I would make meatloaf, uh, mashed potatoes, uh, vegetables, and Tuesdays I would offer you know like Spanish food. For instance, picadillo, yellow rice, black beans. Wednesday, we always had an Italian day, you know, so I would offer, you know, my manicotti, my chicken pasta, my spaghetti and meatballs. Thursdays was something. Fridays was Seafood Friday. I used to make my paella. I used to make my shrimp pasta, my gumbo, my crab corn chowder. So it's just the love of cooking, and every day we would have a certain uh, food that we would throw out, whatever was fresh, and we had our certain days for certain things, and my customers, I tell you, they used to come for the crab chowder, for the gumbo. Every Friday, every Wednesday, I had my spaghetti and meatballs connoisseurs. So it it, it all depends on what day it was. But uh, everything we cooked, it was just, you know, I'm sitting there also feeding my girls, my family. I had to take care of them, also having to take care of my customer family base that they come and eat too. So we were just, you know, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> and also, 
Another thing I remembered about your restaurant that I absolutely love, you did a lot of the baking of your uh, desserts, didn't you? Right, right. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You and that a was lot a lot of, of work that also. Was... Oh, I, I, I mean, yes. there was this one dessert that you used to make, I remember. It had uh, cake and, and whipped cream and, and fruit in it. Uh, what yes. do you call that? I, those I are our trifles. Know. Those are our trifles, yeah, and we would... Yes, those are delicious. Very easy to make. You know, you just um, get a sheet cake that you want to make. It's, it's vanilla or chocolate or red velvet. And then you you make your homemade whipped cream and your homemade custard and then your fresh fruit and throw it all together. And after it sits for a few hours, it just, you know, it turns into this perfect dessert, refreshing, you know, not too overbearing with sweet, but it was just perfect. Hey, this my next question. This is Ronald. This next question is for Robbie because Robbie, when I used to come in, you and I used to talk all the time, and I used to remember one of the things that I noticed and uh, really impressed me was was that your business was committed to hiring people within your own business that lived in the neighborhood and the community. Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I'm the type of guy that I don't see no. Uh no color, no nothing. You work, even in felons, I would hire felons. I mean, as long as you work really hard and you try, I'm willing to give anybody a chance. I don't look at things like that. You know, you do good by me, I do good. I'll, I'll work hard for you, you know. I'll help you out. Yeah, and absolutely. I try to help as many people as I can. You know, it's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, I don't I, see I, things I, I, like that. I was very impressed with that. I was, I was just was very impressed with that business being a part of community in every way that you could be. I mean, you, you had to. good food and good service, but you also were uh, citizens of the community, and you offered opportunity to people who lived in that community. You yeah, have or to. help and ideas, too. I mean, yeah. you know, we were, willing, we, we were like guidance counselors, too. I mean, I'm telling you, I think... Young kids from babies grow up to adults. It's just a new thing. I'm blessed to have been there. You know, I'm blessed to be there and, and to have that. You know, that's unbelievable. Nobody's that's perfect. Like, Nobody's perfect, and you have to give people a chance. And, and and that's the problem with sometimes with our society that, you know, if you went to jail or if you made a mistake or if you did this or if you did that, everybody looks down on you. And I tell you what, you just can't do that. You just can't do that to people. People have to eat. And if you can't give them a job so they could eat and feed their families, how do you expect anybody to even, you know, not want to commit a crime? Because I tell you what, I have three girls, and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to put food on the table, plain and simple. And I'm sure there's other mothers and fathers out there that think the same way. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes people make mistakes, and it's not my, my, myself, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to help. You know, we're going to be judged enough when we, when we go to God. He's the one that has to judge everybody. It's not our place to sit here and point fingers and judge you. You know, I'm going to judge you on the work that you do for me, and if you're straight up with me, if you respect us, if you don't steal, and if you're going to do the greatest job you could do, I mean, you have my respect there. You know, I can say one thing that, listen, I was in a pretty in an area that yeah, some people would consider it rough. Do you believe that I never got, I mean, all the business around me all got broken into. Can you believe that one time 
Not well, one time I ever got robbed in there and never had no problems. The no, guy that got sitting out, the guy that has the restaurant now, already got broken into four times. I mean, to me, I'll be like, wow, that's unbelievable. Hey, well, guys, the next the next question I've got to ask, I know that, you know, uh, Michelle, you and I are uh, like Facebook buddies, and, and yeah. I noticed that uh, uh, and, uh, that you've been award, won quite a few awards for your cooking and for the work you do yeah. as far as your restaurant and stuff like that. Can you sort of give us uh, uh, an overview of what those awards were? Absolutely. I mean, we've uh, – our sandwich has been called – the Holy Grail by uh, Steve Otto. Um, we have won uh, first place in the best Cuban sandwich in the in the whole world uh, three years in a row. Not to mention all the ones that we won before we had our food truck. I mean, I've I've had the uh, New York Times fly from New York to come and um, you know do a review on my devil crabs. Um, I just we're going to be featured in uh, Southern Living. I've also had um, write-ups on National Geographic, believe it or not. You know, it, it's just been a, an amazing ride because I've been seeing, I go back through my archives and I start looking at all the awards and the write-ups and the newspaper clippings and everything that um, our city has written about us and done things for us and and the National Geographic and the Tampa Tribune and the um, St. Petersburg Times and all these people, it, it just makes you proud of what you do. It makes it, you know, it's like this is what I do. I do this to feed my family, for my city, for my community, and it's just nice to get recognized every once in a while. Well, that's it very, just makes very, me very, proud. very impressive. It's so impressive. I got to tell you, it's so impressive. And every time I see something, usually our friend Tanya Lewis usually posts something out there about yes. what you've been awarded and what you receive. But I mean, I understand when I see it. I know because I've eaten your food. You know. Uh, let's talk about now how you transition from moving uh, from the restaurant and to the food truck, and what was the thinking behind that. Well, we had, um, you know, we've been in our restaurant for 18 years, and we were just doing our thing there. And one day, um, Renee Venezuela walks into our store. He is the owner of the Taco Bus, and he made us an offer that we couldn't refuse. It was, it was, you know, we got out of debt. We were going to get another location, and my husband goes, you know what, Michelle, let's see if we could um, – do a food truck. How about a food truck? And I'm sitting there like, you know, I never see food trucks here in Tampa. I don't see how it's going to uh, work. But then again, he goes, you know, we could go everywhere. We could actually go to our customers in a food truck. We could hit all four sides of Tampa, northeast, west, south, every inch of it, and let people taste what we've worked so hard to create. And we also wanted to bring back the devil crab and the Cuban sandwich because it was kind of dying. It was just kind of whatever. It was kind of almost becoming like a bologna sandwich, like everybody had it for $1.99. It kind of lost its respect a little bit. So we kind of took it out and, you know, started making people taste our cuisine that we should be very proud of 
having a piece of it here in Tampa because we created it. Our city created the devil crab. Our city created the Cuban sandwich. Just like Maryland created crab cakes or lobster or whatever, you know, our city has something to offer that when people come and visit us, you know, hey, that's that's our street food. And then we got into the food truck business. And it just blew up from there. We ended up going to different sides of town, and there were people that didn't even know what a devil crab and a Cuban sandwich was, you know. So it was nice and refreshing to actually, you know, give them the knowledge of what our city accomplished throughout all these years, you know. And uh, it was it was pretty nice. I mean, we moved up pretty quick. We got over 11,000 people on our Facebook page. It's definitely um, something new because I thought it was going to be less work, but it's a lot of work because if you sell out like we sell out every day, we have to make these crabs every day, make our empanadas every day, stuff potatoes, cut our meat. So it's a lot of challenging work, but um, it's also nice to be able to see your customers one-on-one, in your face and personal. You cannot make a mistake with this. There's no telling people sorry. (laughs) You only got one chance to impress a customer so they could come back and revisit you, and that's what we take pride in. We make sure that our food is on point and um, nobody is giving us a hassle where they don't like it. I want you to be happy, and if I made a mistake, you know what? Tell me what I did so I can fix it. You know, and that was my question. My follow-up question was, uh, uh, when you were working inside a restaurant, uh, what's the difference in your prep time as far as getting prepared for today as opposed to being on a food truck on the go? Yeah, it's so different. See, with my restaurant, I was able to work as many hours as I needed to to prep, you know, and I was able to prep more stuff because I had more room for storage. And the food truck, I don't have that storage. I don't have that room. Everything that I make sells out, and I have to remake it that same evening. And not to mention cleaning-wise. As I told you before, you know, I have a little OCD. We have to clean that trailer perfect every single night so it could be ready for that next day. And it, it's, it's just a lot of work, but, um, you know, all we could do is pray for for bigger and better things to come our way so we could, uh, you know, get bigger and better. <laughs> That's all we could thrive for. For our listeners, uh, we're talking to Michelle Faido and her husband, Robbie, and they own the incredible and remarkable business, Michelle Faido's On The Go. They have these award-winning sandwiches, and they have the world-famous devil crab, and they are now serving all of the Tampa Bay area. And, uh, Michelle, I have a question about if someone wants uh, to do business with you guys. I know that you go mm-hmm. and you serve different places. How do you, how do you determine where you're going to be at on any given day? How do you make up your schedule? Well, we make up our schedule every Monday because we're off on Mondays prepping for Tuesday. Every Monday our schedule comes out. And if they want to find out where we are, just go on Michelle Fiello's on the go on Facebook, press like, look up our schedule. And, you know, our schedule will pop up for the week. But if, for instance, they want a catering job or if they want us to come out for their birthday parties or receptions or whatever kind of party that they're having, we'll actually take our food truck to your location and feed your guests 
and give them the food truck experience that they'll never forget. I mean, it's just really excellent. They could also give us a call at 813-784-6933 and um, schedule an appointment with us. If they work in a certain area where there's um, a lot of people, like sometimes office buildings, and they need food services, all they have to do is call us up. We'll let you know what we have available, and we'll take our food truck to your location and uh, feed you and give you the best possible service you could get. Okay, so let me just reiterate. Uh, your schedule comes out every Monday, and mm-hmm. they can go on your Facebook page, and on your Facebook page they can find out that information. Uh, on right. Monday. Then, you got to uh, go to the Monday. To Monday, and then act accordingly. They, they, you indicate where you're going to be at, be at throughout the week. And then because uh, my sister, right before, about an hour before, we started our interview. I was telling my sister that we would be interviewing you, and she just started screaming. She said, oh, my God. She said, I, 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 I don't ever know where they're going to be at, and I just want one of the sandwiches so bad. <laughs> so, exactly. So yes, all she has to do is either call us up or go on our Facebook, you know, because there's still a lot of people that aren't Facebook friendly, you know, because I just yeah. learned how to do Facebook myself. So I give them the opportunity to just pick up the phone and call us at our phone number and ask us these questions. And if I don't pick up, please leave a message with your phone number and name on it, and I will get back to you, you know. Or email me also at uh, michellefiedo at hotmail.com. I look at my emails every day, and I answer every last one of them. So if if they have any questions or any kind of job opportunities that they want us to uh, help them out with, that's how you get us, email, Facebook, or call us. Now, Michelle, this is Donald. One other question. Um, uh, what are your future plans for Michelle Fado's on the go? Are you going to expand with a second truck maybe? So, Do you have enough business where you can cover both sides of town? Do you see that in your future? Well, right now we have um, – Things, things that we're working up, we're just not able to, to speak about them right now. But eventually we're going to get a location. We're, we're looking at a location downtown. But I, what I really want to do is to actually try to franchise our business and hopefully, wow. you know, help other people, you know, with our business and help them take our name, you know, like a mini Subways, but actually wow. good food. <laughs> I want that. Well, great, what you a know, great idea. You know, I want my food out there, and I want to make sure whoever gets it, you know, does it the same way we do. We'll teach them how to do it. We'll, you know, do the whole nine yards. That's, that's I want to see one in Atlanta. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I definitely want to hit Atlanta. I think, you know, we get a lot of people from Atlanta when they come to visit, and uh, they're good people. I just want to go there. I know they'll love our food. Now, Michelle, what are the ages of your kids? How old are they now? I have my oldest is 20. She'll be 20 March 2nd. My middle child is going to be 17 March 1st, and my baby is 14 years old. Oh, All so are any, of them involved, are, any, are any of them involved in your restaurant, in your business? Well, they're all they're all involved in it. My daughter, my oldest daughter, um, she helps me out when I do like really really big events. Um, she helps me out. She does all the frying for me, and she does all my Facebook. She does my menus. Um, my youngest, 
my youngest just loves to cook. I mean, I she's a little Michelle right there. Um, she definitely wants to learn how to cook. I don't have her doing anything on the food truck yet because it's you know really has to be fast and you know right has to be just right on. It's not like you know at the restaurant everybody would like to talk to them and this and that and the other and they could hang out, but. With the food truck, is a lot more fast-paced, so she's not ready for that yet. But my oldest and my middle child helps us out all the time. This question is for Robbie. Robbie, I, I, I noticed that you guys have appeared at community-wide events, and I know that you're, there's an event that the mayor has downtown that you guys uh, often uh, appear at. Do you have any uh, upcoming major events in the community that you're going to be at? have a great event this Saturday. We have, we're going to be doing the Fiesta Day. And actually, there's a flan contest there also, which we're going to be entering. But, yeah, it's going to be a real great event. At the Saturday morning market in Ybor City, it's going to be tons of people. It's going to be a great event. And that's this weekend. And what time does it start? It's going to be started from, I believe, 11, 10 to 4. Okay. Great. That's going to be a great. That's great. going to be a really good event. And the first, also the first Wednesday of March, we're going to be at the Mayor's Food Truck Rally, also in downtown Tampa at um, at a uh, what's that park called, honey? It's called the Light Gaslight Park, and actually that Gaslight is one of park. my favorite events. Let me tell you yes. something. When I when we go over there, for instance, now I got this this cruise ship that comes every so often right here in our port. So occasionally we'll get, a, you know, the first Friday we'll get a bunch of Germans, you know, and I'm dealing with them and I'm trying to talk to them, this, that, and the other. You know what makes me proud? Is these people from Germany never had a Cuban sandwich before in their lives, ever, or a devil crap. They had to come back and say, oh, my God, this is wonderful. And then I give them the whole story how this is Tampa's food. You know, this is a product that was created right here in Tampa, you know. It was just it was great. I, I like dealing over there because you deal with all kinds of people from all over. It's a real neat event, and I'm grateful to our mayor, too. He uh, really helps a lot. He helps a lot of people. He really does, especially with the food trucks, the way he's got them set up there. And uh, I think we have a really great mayor that helps food trucks. Well, he's a good guy. I, yeah, I, I, knew him back when he had a, I knew him back when he had a ponytail. He's a real good guy. Um, <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's definitely down to earth, I tell you that much. I like it. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, before we go, true. because we got to – we got a few minutes left, but before we go, I want to personally thank both of you because um, a few years back uh, I had a nonprofit organization, and we used to do things to pro- provide uh, uh, free medical testing for people who didn't have insurance. And we did a lot of things with kids and churches. And whenever I came to you guys, I remember coming to you guys to order something, and Robbie – uh, I didn't even have to ask you. You offered to me. You said, I'll tell you what, if you're going to do this event, well, why don't you buy one from me? I used to get trays of sandwiches. He said, then we'll give you a tray. And I thought that That's was right. amazing, you know, because you helped us with so much stuff. Every year we used to do something with the kids at the NFL Yet Center, and uh, we'd bring the kids out because they couldn't afford to have their medical checkups to start the new school year and those sports checkups, and we do that for them. And you guys assisted us I remember. in so many ways. So I don't want to say thank you, and I want to make sure that everybody's listening in the audience know what fantastic people you are because you have thank done you. great thank service you. in our community. We appreciate it. Oh, well, I appreciate so much for having us. Oh, well, you're very welcome. And to our audience, once again, uh, if you don't know about Michelle Fayetto's on the go, 
Go on the Internet or look it up. You're going to find, if you Google them, you're going to find a lot of articles about them. But if you go on the Internet, you'll find their Internet fan page, and you'll see their schedule, which is put out there on every Monday. There are some telephone numbers that you can call if you want to uh, uh, contract with them and get some business done with them. But it's, it's a great business, and this is a great couple, and it's been our pleasure to have them as our guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nobody. Thanks for having us. All right, you all take care. Goodbye. You too, Donald. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.